Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to say a huge welcome to anyone listening who is new to my podcast and a huge thank you to everyone who has listened to and supported me in 2022. This is the first episode of 2023 and I am super excited to bring even more value content, guests and explore the difficult conversations with you. I hope by listening to my podcast you're able to feel understood and find some familiarity in the conversations that are brought to the table. We can often feel so alone in our struggles, so it is my mission to help you feel heard, seen and empowered to make positive changes in your life. In this episode, I am joined by a good friend, Chris Gillard, where we cover a lot about experiences within gym environments and the main crux of today's discussion was how we can make the gym an inclusive, safe space for everyone whether it be your day one in the gym or your day 1000. So I really hope you enjoy this episode and take away something valuable. Hello and welcome to the Boss Babe Diaries. My name is Lois Banks. You might know me as Lois Banks Fitness on Instagram. Now today I am joined by my wonderful friend Chris Gillard who is owner of the Instagram page GB Powerlifting Support Group. He is doing amazing amazing things by creating a community supporting great British powerlifters and he is doing amazing things spreading awareness for mental health and also helping other powerlifters lifters to support one another which is just absolutely fantastic so here he is hello hello it's good to be here Lois um yeah for those who don't know I'm Chris I uh, I run the GB powerlifting support group page uh apologies for my voice at the moment it's all a bit croaky um but yeah I've been running the page for about three and a half four years single man operation uh I go up and down the country as well uh supporting competitions from platform crew to on the table to emceeing off the platform it's kind of like again as Lois mentioned the mental health side of it a lot of people um, obviously use uh, the gym and training as an outlet um, but sometimes you know talking helps so that's another thing that I do and uh, yeah we've got a, we've got a nice conversation plan today haven't we Lois? We have, we have got lots to discuss but before we get into it I wanted to say that I really, really love how on your page you will showcase everybody's wins. And I think it's really, really, really nice to see that support for the community and to show when somebody has got a PB or when Mm. they've done, when they've achieved something, you know, really, really amazing. Because I think a lot of the time we don't, we don't celebrate our wins enough. So to actually have somebody to say like you're fucking doing amazing what made you start the page well um i got into the sport about uh about four and a half five years ago believe it or not so for those who don't know my in my uh, personal life my profession is a funeral director um so i got into the powerlifting style of training for my job uh for obvious reasons there's a there's a deadlift joke in there somewhere but i won't say it um and um I used to train at Bannantines in Grove Park and that's where I met uh, my friend and my first coach, Matt Smith, and then eventually competed under uh, British Powerlifting, which is the IPF version of British Powerlifting. So for those who don't know, there's different federations in the UK. And one thing I noticed, like when you look at Instagram, there's, there's a lot of pages that will showcase the top 
Um, and there's a lot of pages that will sort of focus on certain um, divisions or, or federations of the sport. And I was like, why don't I try and do something to break, break those um, barriers down and sort of showcase from the bottom up as opposed from the top down, like, don't get me wrong. Like one of the, one of the best pages out there, if you want to see like some of the best lifting in the world is King of the Lifts. Um, so, but I was like, well, I want to focus on Great Britain because like we've got a lot of strong lifters there and um, yeah, that's, and it sort of evolved from there. Um, originally it was just like reposting and then it was like, well, cool. How can I do things differently? COVID happened. And that's when I sort of, especially because of my job, it was very, difficult for a lot of people it was a very 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 difficult because a lot of us we use um the gym and that as an as an outlet for for uh sort of uh mental health um stuff it's a form of therapy it doesn't it doesn't replace actual therapy of course so i have to stress that but um when that was all stripped away it was like checking in on people and stuff like that and that's how it's kind of evolved uh and then that's when i became kind of like a super helper super volunteer across the country um this year i helped out at 39 competitions um and wow. that's and about 58 days worth of volunteering and 9,000 miles traveling up and down the country and you're doing an amazing job at that and i think one of the things about you chris is that you are so open to talking about your own mental health but also checking in on others I know there's been many a times where you've dropped a message to me and you've said like hey like just checking in like hope mm -hmm. everything is okay and I think it's really nice to have that support and I think you know especially as you said like the gym is definitely not a replacement for actual therapy but I think if I think back to lockdown times mm -hmm. the gym like actually training because we had like um equipment at home like actually yeah. training and movement I think I think you know really got me through some yeah. some dark dark times oh, of course I mean if we look at if we look at the basic chemical composition of it you know walking exercising it forces your body to release serotonin dopamine which obviously is the happy drug but yeah that helps to sort of mitigate your stress hormone as well and like where a lot of people were like quite actively involved in training to have that all stripped away Mm. which funnily enough they made a report uh, recently um that uh exercising and training is a good way to lower the effects of COVID-19 you sort of sit there and think to yourself yeah we were saying that when this all started yeah it's a really yeah. oh dear like facepalm yeah yeah literal facepalm so what would you say that the the powerlifting community is like would you say that it's quite supportive. Is there anything that you would say is a little bit toxic about the community at all? Um, I wouldn't. I mean, it's just like with every, any any type of um, community and stuff like that. You're going to get your dickheads. You're going to get the people that you don't agree with, and that's and that's fine. But generally, if you if you ever go to a competition, one day I will convince you to to don the singlet and actually compete as well. <laughs> but like Maybe. you'll 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 find that so many people will. Um, like shout and cheer and support each other there, there's actually quite a, a, a brilliant thing of during the world championships this year the IPF world championships you had um, Atko who is um, who is a Polish lifter a junior Polish lifter actually and she was in the crowd cheering on when another lifter I think it was Amanda Lawrence had to pull her deadlift to win and and she's cheering there and and the thing is what I what I find is generally 
in most sports, you'll never see that. You'll never see, like, say, for example, if I'm competing with someone else, they will cheer for me when I'm lifting and vice versa, even though we're against each other. Mm. Um, obviously, you, you do get rivalries in the sport. Um, but what I think the brilliant thing is about powerlifting, as well as, like, say, for example, strongman, and even to some, some degree, CrossFit compared to bodybuilding, is bodybuilding is a pageant show. That's that's what it is. It's 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 how somebody else is. Uh, they they judge you. For example, you're being judged by someone else. Whereas with powerlifting, it's all about okay, cool. How much weight can you lift? Strongman. It's it's how many reps can you get in? How far can you take this yoke? CrossFit is how quick can you do these repetitions and stuff like that. It's it's not a how do I put it. It's all about the ability that you can do. Like it, you you can't blag it, so to speak. All right, there's there's a lot of you know you've got to be. I I can load up two hundred and eighty kilos on a on a bar and squat it. That 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 will crush me. But I'm um, you know, you've got to train and and build up to that. And powerlifting, in the sense, it teaches you patience and it teaches you to forget ego. Um, you do get some people when they first start, they do the ego kind of lifting. Uh, and that's how they injure themselves. And you probably see that a lot more with the uh, the sort of people that first come into the gym, you, you know, the typical gym bro, mm. sort of like, it's all you, lad, it's all you. And it's like, it wasn't all you. You was you was dying under that bench press. You know, <laughs> if, if if I wasn't there, you was gonna you was gonna be gone. You was gonna have no ribs left. Um but I do feel like though a bit of that that ego comes from feeling pressure in the gym. So I know before like I've definitely ego lifted before when I first mm. started training. Mm. And I think it was more because I was scared mm. and a bit probably embarrassed mm. if I was lifting lighter weights because I was more conscious of what other people thought than actually the safety of mm. the exercise. And also like, as we know, like form is key and it's so, yeah. so important. And if you don't prioritize form, like you are running the risk of, injuring yourself you know so that form is key and you know to anyone who's listening who might be starting up their fitness journey or just or wh whatever point you are in your journey like form is key you know it is so so important you know sometimes that, those insecurities can take over mm. and then the ego kind of comes in but then there's also the flip side of just being a bit of a dickhead and then letting yeah. your ego take over you know yeah I mean and this is why I think um like you know we see more so in January you get people that will moan about new people coming into the gym but I think a lot of the times is you, you it's, it's that old whole whole adage of it's like when you'll have people that I think it's an expression laughing at a fat person in the gym is like laughing at an alcoholic at a, a, a um at sober sober an AA meeting like why would you laugh and take the piss out of someone who's trying to do something to try and get, mm. get, get help themselves um and this is why I think like having the right crew and environment of people around you makes all the difference the powerlifting community side teaches you patience like you can't just get strong overnight it's a it's a constant sort of I've got to make sure I get my training in. I've got to make sure I work on my weak links. And then you'll have your friends with you. And generally, generally, we don't blow smoke up each other's asses. So it'd be like, for example, when people squat, right? If your squat's high, we'll just tell you it's high. Like it's not deep enough. Um, and things like that, where you'll get other people that will just blow smoke up, uh, up each other's asses. And I do think that's actually more detrimental because what happens is that feeds into the ego. Um, 
which causes more more chances of injuries. And you've seen the Jim Fowl videos, like, you know, I saw one the other day, there was like 300 kilos on the bar and like a person who looks like 70 kilos was trying to attempt to lift it and it wasn't moving and he's straining. I'm thinking to myself, bro, you're going to slip a disc. What are you doing? Yeah. What is the point? I saw somebody the other day, it was a video, some some guy was benching and he ended up, the bar fell on his, his neck. Oh, yeah. And that just made me feel sick yeah. yeah like sick i was like oh yeah. like is 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 it really worth it you know is it really worth it yeah. you know leave your ego out the door 100%. and and sort of listen and learn from uh from other people don't don't listen to the flipping guy who's like 55 60 years of age and comes in and says oh well i used to be able to bench 200 kilos and stuff like that and it's like look okay cool but you're you're like the, the reason why you stopped and you've hurt yourself is because i've watched you lift and your form is shit right but if you but i know people that compete in powerlifting and they're in their 80s and 90s i think one of the oldest competitors in the uk is 91 wow. and, and i think he pulled bear in mind 91 i think he's pulled like 180 kilos and i think he's in a 66 kilo class that is incredible so i have a question for you chris have you ever felt intimidated in the gym so me personally, no, um, I've, I've sort of been in and out of gym since I was 15. Um, I've trained at commercials and independents, um, but I, I, I've always been kind of like a, 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 a big lad. Um, so not, it's not too, too much, although like, again, my own personal body image, I just put the headphones on sometimes and get away, get, get on with it and stuff like that. But I do, I can understand where from a lot of other people, it can be quite intimidating. Like um, if you go to a big bodybuilding gym and you're seeing like, uh, again, from a man's point of view, like people, big beefy dudes and stuff like that in, in the weight section, it can be quite, oh Jesus, these guys are, they look scary. But personally, hand on heart, and this, this is sort of to anyone out there, the majority of people that are in the gym are generally really, really friendly and nice. Majority. They're obviously, again, just like with anything, there's 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 the tickets out there. But um I think it's all down to like personal experience and and like again, I've been going in to and from gyms when I since I've been 15. So for some people, they might, especially in January, they might be going for the first time to the gym since for, for 10 years or, or the first time always. And and again, it can be quite scary. And intimidating you've got men and women there that are very active um very strong you know you'll you'll see people um doing a multitude of different exercises personally the one the one bit of advice i i could give to everyone is don't be afraid of any section of the gym okay no no section of the gym is anyone's section if you just keep going regularly and what happens is is and and you've you've probably seen this is when you start going to the gym, you start seeing the regulars and stuff like that. And you notice the same people. And then it progresses to the old, uh, j just for the people listening, I'm doing the head nod. So you're, I'll, I'll look at you and go, oh, you're right. And, it, and, and, it, and then mm -hmm. it progresses from there. And then slowly but surely, you, by going regularly, you start to see the same people. And sort of like, yeah, just, just keep going. Like a lot of the times it feels intimidating because a lot of people feel like they don't belong in the gym, but everyone belongs in the gym. And and no one at all will laugh at you. And for anyone listening to this, if you see someone that is generally, they look like they're struggling and stuff like that, 
I know at the moment we live in a society kind of thing where it can be hard to approach certain people. Like if, if I approached a, a lady in the gym, for example, um, it, it can always be misconstrued what I'm, what I'm, what I'm doing. If you know what I mean? So like, if I, if I turn around and say like, Oh, do you need, do you need a hand? Say someone's using a, a machine. Do you need a hand? Some people can think like some per, a person might think, Oh, I think I'm stupid where another person might think, Oh, you know, thank you for, for helping. I always think it's, it's how you approach people in the gym and stuff like that as well. Like, um, but yeah, if, if you see someone struggling in the gym, like offer to help them and like, you you are going to get people that even though you offer to help them they're, they're not going to take that help they might they might brush you off and turn around and say i know what i'm doing okay cool you've you've done that with that person you've offered to help them that's it you just leave them to it i think that's a very very good point like if you do see somebody that might need help with their form it's how you approach that person mm. so rather than going up to them and being like your form shit maybe just go up to them and say would you like some advice yeah on would you like a tip on yeah. on the exercise that you're doing or i've got a great tip i'd love to share it with you something like yeah. that cuz i actually went up to a um a woman the other day who was hip thrusting and i said to my friend becca i was like i really want to go and approach that woman and just give her some tips with her form but i feel like now so like obviously like my many years of being a PT there's been many a times where I have gone up to people with obviously the best intentions to help them with their form and I've had quite a shitty response mm. like I guess it's that years and years and years and years of like people maybe saying like fuck off I don't need it or, or whatever which which is fine but like now I'm kind of I guess conscious about approaching people because I don't mm. like I like you said I don't want to upset them or or make them feel embarrassed or or in, in any way but it's how you approach them so I just went up to her and I just said would you like a tip on mm. this exercise would, would you would you like would you like a, a tip and she and she was like oh yeah please please like you know I'm like really struggling mm. with this exercise and I, I think it is just how you approach the person like don't go up to them whilst they're like mid-exercise wait for them to like finish their set and you know whilst they're like I don't know chilling on, on their phone or whatever they're doing don't go up to them storming up to them in the middle of their exercise but I think it's how you approach that person and um, I think that can go a long way. Yeah, definitely. I mean, again, it's it's something even even something as silly like making few people feel welcome in the gym, right? So say say me and you are training in a cage next to each other. I'm squatting, you're squatting, right? No, like hypothetically, we don't know each other, and stuff like that. And I'll 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 see you like say you're 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 doing your squat, and even something as silly something as simple as saying, "Good set," something something mm. simple like that can just make people feel included i think i think independent gyms tend to be and this is just anecdotal from my point of view independent gyms tend to be a lot less intimidating than commercials um that's that's just what i found like if like again i, I train at king's now in, in croydon and stuff like that and there's some like that's a very big bodybuilding gym there but they've got like powerlifting stuff there now and things like that and um you know and 
people training crews and stuff like that. But then like I've I've had a, a guy come up to me and like I've said to a guy, I said, Oh look, is it all right if I work in with you and stuff like that? That's another way in which like if someone comes up to you on the machine, this this is another thing that I think is good gym etiquette. Say you're on the say you're on a, a, a um a leg extension and someone says, Oh, how many sets have you got left? And I'd say, for example, four, but you jump in if you want. Like something mm-hmm. like that can make all the difference. Because again, yeah. it's how you get to know your your gym community and it makes people feel welcome and it also gives like might help you to push yourself further um and generally will give you a longer rest that's the way I look yeah. at it so, <laughs> definitely yeah. I, I, I definitely agree with you on that and I've been to a lot of commercial um gyms where I think because there is quite a normally quite a high turnover and also because they are normally significantly cheaper um, than say independent gyms mm. I think people do kind of um, treat it as a bit of a, a playground when I used to work at pure gym the state that gym used to get into was ridiculous I used to work a 5 p.m till 10 p.m shift mm. people used to come in in the evening used to tear the shit up out yeah. of that place and used to leave their equipment all over the place yeah. and then I'd end up getting to the end of my shift like I've got to clean up all of this gym equipment. And yeah. obviously it's the last thing that I wanted to do at 10 PM at night. Of course. But, you know, it was just people seem to have a lack of respect for commercial gyms as opposed to independent gyms. Yeah. And also I have noticed a more of like a lack of respect for the staff that work at Pure Gym. Like I had someone say, I remember reaching this guy, I think he'd left loads and loads and loads of plates on the leg press number one like you know i'm i'm not your mum i'm I'm not there to like put your shit away for you and also number two like what if somebody who is maybe a little bit weaker than you wants to use that piece of equipment after yeah. you and now can't use that piece of equipment because they're not strong enough to unrack the weight mm-hmm. they're then gonna actually skip the exercise i've had like multiple times multiple times where clients have messaged me and said I couldn't use the leg press today. Um, I had to do a different exercise because someone had left a load of fucking plates on it and I couldn't unrack it. And I remember going up to this guy uh, politely and just saying, hey, uh, do you mind just like re-racking your ways? And he looked at me and he was like, well, "Well, that's your job, isn't it? Oh, don't. Sorry, I've got to say this. What a cunt. Yeah, what a see you next Tuesday. And I was fuming. I was fuming. I literally just looked at him and I was like, no it's not like go and put your fucking weights away like have some respect and also learn some manners but even though you've got signs up in the gym saying put your weights away people are still lazy as hell Um, and i will say you see that more in a commercial gym so to give you an example when i used to train at ballantines right when when the gym started opening up and covid covid started like people needed to clear uh, clean the bars and all that sort of stuff afterwards right and uh, I was going in to do uh, my squat session. Some young lad was using it. I went, are you finished with the squat rack? And he went, yeah. I said, can you clean it? And he went, well, that's what their jobs are. And and the no. thing is, I know, I know it's, I know it's a, probably a bit different because this is a young lad. I'm a, I'm a big, I'm a big guy. I am a man. And I said, don't be such a fucking see you next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I went, I've got to use that bit of equipment. I don't want to get any sort of shit from you. Go and clean up after yourself right? And stop being a fucking dick. The look <laughs> I got, right? And it's sort of like, this This young lad has never been Dexter. so like 
like this. And and it was, and it because because I'd trained at Bannantines for about a good three, four years. And so I knew everyone there. And I used to say stuff to members because I knew the staff couldn't do it. But I, do you know what? I, I there there was um I don't remember if you remember in uh, Alpington, uh, Ripped Muscle and Fitness, just above. Yeah. Where, so I used to train there for a while. And Lee, the owner, I loved Lee. He was a, he was a brilliant guy. It was sad that he had to, uh, had to close down, right? But, but he, um, I remember being there before, right? And because obviously it's, a, it's, a, it's above shop. So when you're, when you're doing your deadlifts, you need to make sure that, you know, you don't fucking drop them and you, you put them down properly, right? This one guy... Um, I think he just he just got a day pass and he dropped the weight. And Lee said, mate, don't drop the weight. All right. I've got neighbors downstairs and stuff like that. They hear it. Please don't drop the weight. All right. Do it again. You're out. Guy did it again. Told him to fuck off. And I sometimes think that's that's something that's missing between independence and commercials, because I think the attitude nowadays of, of people when training because that that would be the same person that would moan when they come to the gym, right? That oh, why is there all the why have I got to unwrap the leg leg press machine? It's like, well, because you're the kind of people that leave it leave it racked, you know. And and also, I have to say, it's like when people turn around and say this, and they go, yeah, yeah, I've got a four hundred kilo leg press. Okay, cool. What do you can you squat it? Because if, yeah. if, if you can't squat it, don't talk to me, all right, with your sort of quarter range of motion and stuff like that. Um, but but again, going on to like that client that you have, like, okay, cool, I'm 160 kilos. So a 20 kilo plate to me is, is nothing, respectfully. But if you've got someone who's just starting their fitness journey and stuff like that, who's like 60 kilos, but you're asking someone to, to unrack a third of their body weight like you know 20 kilos to some people is a lot of weight and to, yeah. to, un, to unrack it I mean I've dropped a 20 kilo plate on my toe it's it's bloody heavy right and and again it just becomes that that's 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 the sort of the one percent in gyms that are, are, are twats and and unfortunately you tend to see it more in commercial gyms um that that's that's just my that, that's just my personal like you know some people would, would probably comment back to this and say no, 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 no. Most of the people that train in commercial gyms are okay. And it's, it's true, they are. But from what I've seen in the pure gym environment, especially, I've been to one in Lewisham. I've been to one in Alpington. Um, I've been to one in Bromley. And the people and the way, and, and actually from that point of view, yes, I can see how it can be quite intimidating because people, they're grunting, they're sitting there on their phones and stuff like that. Like, for me, a workout should never take longer than, say, an hour, hour and a half if you're doing it properly. But you get some people that spend four hours in the gym because you're just on your phones. Mm. That's what you're doing. Just go in, get what you need to get done and get out. Like, you know, be kind to other people around you. Don't be a dickhead. If someone looks lost or they look like they need help, ask them, especially with, like, cardio machines. Like, we all know that, you know, every treadmill is bloody different and stuff like that. But, you know, just clean up after yourself. Like why is it so hard for people to clean up after themselves? I'd never get that, Lois. I never get it. And especially, and to be honest, I have to say the leg press is probably one of them machines that is always just left mm. because people are just lazy. Yeah. Basically, put your weights away and don't be a fucking a dick. dick. Don't go. be a dick. Yeah. Um, do you think that gender can have an effect on how you your experience in the, in the gym in terms of, you know, maybe feeling intimidated, maybe feeling 
a bit more nervous. Yeah, I, I, I do. And I can and I can tell you for one reason, one reason only the fact that you have to have female only gyms. Um, and I think that I think that says it all like it, it can be some people like my, my good friend, uh, Emily, uh, Emma's power on Instagram. She's got a uh, gym safe ladies movement. And I think a lot of people, unfortunately, see the gym as Tinder, generally males. Um, that you go there to 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 pick up chicks, where that's not what the gym is for. Like gym is, you go to the gym to to train, to exercise, to 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 move for whatever reason. But it's not there as as Tinder. I do think if you are um, a lady, a, a female going into the gym, it's a lot more intimidating as a man. I do think if you're a smaller man, it's a lot more intimidating than if you're a, a, a bigger bloke. Um, you know. Like, like like myself um but yeah i've i've seen you you get your creeps in the gym and and there's there's no place for it and i know of again the gym safe ladies movement that i'm a part of you hear some stories of the way that some people behave and how it's it's just not acceptable like this whole this whole situation of like um okay let's let me tread on this one very carefully there, there is, there is a thing with with fitness at the moment, more so f- for ladies to to wear the crop tops and the leggings and stuff like that, right? Um, you, you know, you have, uh, oh, what's it kind kind of leggings? Leggings that will accentuate the group. Bum scrunch. Bum scrunches. There Bum you scrunch. go. There you go. But regardless of whether or not people people wear that sort of stuff in in the gym, and, and look, we're men, men and women to some degree, we're exactly the same. Like. I know for a fact that if you've got if you've got a man in the gym who's who's um, rather handsome, and you know I've got got really nice um, definition of the muscles, you know a lady would walk in probably look and go, "Cool, bloody hell," and and men do the same. Let's let's not hide that fact. Like one thing that people have is they they'll turn around and say, "Oh no no no, I'd never do that." It's like, "No, shut up." Everyone does because because one of the fundamental things of 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 humans is we we're, we're generally attractive attraction is what what initially sets off wanting to talk to someone you know but there's a difference between like you know you're just you're just you're just training and then all of a sudden you see a, a lady walk in or, or a man walk in and you go oh hello and having a glance but then you get some people and I know you've probably seen it Lois who will fucking gawk at you throughout your whole whole session mm-hmm. like people can't see this but they'll be like you'll be you'll you'll literally be training and someone will be like yeah literally eyeballing you that's that, like, that then is, you might as well have your tongue sticking out like yeah like, like, yeah exactly like the cartoon and and again i'm not going to beat around the bush and, and sort of lie in a sense of because every human's done it any any person who says they've never done it is 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 lying basically um but there is a vast difference between glancing and going oh well like you know and again it might not even be creepy in a sense it might someone might walk in and go god they're gorgeous or it could be like you know wow he's like really handsome there's a there's a difference between between having a glance which every human will do and being a proper creep and again you tend to see more creeps from the male side to the female side and I have to point out it doesn't matter what a person wears in the gym okay no one is ever asking to be looked at like a sack of meat I mean I know we are all sacks of meat we're we're you know skeletons wrapped in flesh and being piloted by a brain but but no one deserves to be looked at like a sack of meat. And, and that, to me, I think would be more intimidating than people training. Like if you go to a gym and there's a proper creep there, like, you know, 
that's that's one of the worst things and and again i go back to what i said at the beginning of the question the reason why females tend to have this more than men is because that's the reason why you have female only gyms like you have female only sections in some gyms as well because Mm. again it can be seen as quite intimidating i mean the fact that you've got to have squat proof leggings and it's kind of like the thing of like yeah but respectfully no one should be staring at your fucking ass when you're squatting Mm. really like like again if if i'm looking at if I'm looking at you when you're squatting more, more often than not, if, if you like, if we're friends and that here, so we can say this, right. If I'm there spotting you on a, on a, on a, um, on a max effort, right. More than anything, if I'm looking at your bar, right. So I'm just noticing your bar and sort of like, if your hands start to open up or stuff like that, you start to tilt forward or you start to lean backwards. But if I'm looking at, if, if I know you've got it and you just turn around and say to me, Chris, can you, can you just check my depth? Like from a powerlifting point of view, right. Again, it's it it's it's looking at you like and like some people go oh like from someone from the outside looking in going is he really checking out uh sides and it's like no I'm checking to see depth but again mm-hmm. this, this that's a different context but yeah just just look just don't be a creep in the gym like from the grand scheme of things if you look at it from a point of view of has that actually ever worked? You just gawking at someone to get mm. their attention. I don't think, I, yeah. I'd love to see percentages, Lois, but I don't think mm. it's ever worked. The amount of times that I have felt uncomfortable or like intimidated by <laughs> a guy just staring or being creepy, actually not long ago, um, I was training at my gym, Hisio, um, in Alpington, and the gym has these huge like sliding yeah, mirrors, doors yeah. at the front. Uh, so if anybody walks past the sliding doors, they just automatically open and you can see into mm. the gym. And I was, you know, training, doing my thing. And then there was this guy who like kind of like slowly walked past the gym and he looked in and he stood there for like a good like 20 seconds, just kind of like staring into the gym. Mm. And, you know, like I'm just like doing my thing, just training. And then I kind of like looked up and like clocked that he was just staring at me. And I was like, oh, fuck's sake. Like, here we go. Is this again? Like creep central. Mm. Um, And I then just like kind of, I think I I went to the toilet and I I probably then worked out for another 20 minutes by the time I finished my my stretch and everything. um, And I was like, right, I'm going to leave the gym now. Um, As I was walking out of the gym he had like waited probably like 20 meters away from me like he had waited for me right and I kind of like clocked him in my peripheral vision I was like oh my god that's that guy that was like just staring looking at like at me through the sliding doors and he then started to like walk in my direction and I started to walk my towards my car and it was relatively late it was probably about quarter to nine um And so it was it's getting dark. dark. It's yeah, dark it was, now, it was, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it was getting dark. dark. I started to walk to my car like quite briskly because I was thinking, like, I kind of I knew he was gonna follow me. Like, you just mm. know, like when someone's yeah, loitering, yeah. when they're being creepy, like you just know. So I started to walk quickly to my car and um I just like just quickly jumped in and like he came to my window, um, kind of signaled for me to like put my window down. And I was like, no, like fuck off. And yeah. then I just like drove off. But like, you know, women 
working out or you know wearing a sports bra and 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 leggings or you know maybe wearing something a little bit more revealing is not an invitation Mm. for you to be a creep and start approaching us inside or outside of the gym i mean i I think i think we just need to point out for anyone listening to that like lois that that's not being a creep that's harassment Mm. like that like that's 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 quite serious and like if there's any dude listening to this as well if you think that's acceptable bro think like if you've got a daughter right if 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 just think about that just think about that that's that's not acceptable sorry carry on I just I just had to say that that's disgusting man yeah like I did report it to the gym and reported it to the security of the the shopping center as well um Mm. because there has been multiple incidents um because the gym itself is located in a shopping center Mm. you know there are people within that area just doing the shopping or whatever and actually one of my friends who goes to the same gym as me she was doing one of the classes and she they they got them to run around the car park as part mm. of the the class. I think it was like for the warm up or whatever. So they're yeah. running around the car park. There was a guy taking photos of the oh. women. There was a guy taking photos of the women running around the car park. And one of the trainers had to go up to the guy and obviously be like, "Mate, like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, that's not okay." But again, like, it's you know, where the fuck does where the fuck do you draw the line? Like, because these people seem to think that this is just like normal behavior. But like you said, you know, if think about it, if you've got a daughter, like, yeah. would you want your daughter be to be, you know, treated that way or to feel unsafe or to feel just completely, you know, objectified? Yeah. I mean, again, going on to the like in the gym and stuff like that, you know, as I said, with the glances. Yeah, cool. We all do glances. Yeah. You get the creeps that will stare. But if the gym, you can report it to the gym and it's down to the gym to deal with it. But for someone like this, this is what I don't understand with something. And maybe my my male brain is just wired differently. I cannot understand the audacity, nor can I see the point, right, of, of waiting, standing around and waiting for 20 minutes to then approach a person at night to try like what are you, what like this is this is the thing, Lois, that I don't understand. As I said, my maybe my brain is wired differently. I don't understand what your hope the situation is. It's like the whole thing with catcalling when you'll have people that will go. And then again, for context here, this is not something I say, but when people go get out your maps, right. Right. Or show us your, Oh, fuck it. I'll just say show us your tits. Right. Has that. And again, you have to sit there and think to yourself, has that ever worked? So what is the point of doing it? Like this is, this is again, this is what it's not like, I'm going to be like, yeah, baby, here we go. (laughs) you know because because to be honest i think if that did happen i don't i I think i think a lot of people who do it will be like shit it's kind of like jehovah witnesses knocking on your door and you open the door and go come in and they go i've never got this far before yeah kind of thing (laughs) new level unlocked yeah but it's it's like okay cool from from a legal point of view when you're out in a public place you can take photos and and that's fine you can take photos of anyone and, and 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 that again that is from a legal point of view that's okay but fuck me, it's weird. Like mm. it's weird and it's 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 creepy. And I'm I'm not being funny. We live we live in the 21st century, right? Just want to say to all the people out there, right? You know, Google exists. Just search in Google if you're feeling that way inclined. Just just search Google. <laughs> all right, you can do it in the comfort of your own home. You don't have to be a creep. It's that's just weird. Why would you take photos of random people? 
running. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it just it, it is kind of disgusting. It does it does make me feel it makes me feel a bit a bit icky. Yeah, um, and, like, and, and even if even if you have like again body types and stuff like that, okay, cool. You can appreciate the female form. You can appreciate the male form, but just and and people can have thoughts and 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 stuff like that. Just don't act on them. Like mm. you, you know, if you if you see a lady or you see see a guy or, or or whatever, you go, wow, they've got a really nice bum, or they've got a you know, or stuff like that. Okay, cool. Think it, just don't act on it again. Yeah. Because again, again, primal urges. There's there's there is nothing wrong with thinking or appreciating another person's body. I'm I'm not going to say that. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But don't be a creep and just don't act on it. Do you, yeah. Do you, do you know what I, I mean? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I agree. I agree for sure. 100%. Um, did you see that post that I put on TikTok, which got a bit of uh, backlash? Yes. The, yeah. the one the one at, at the gym in question, actually, of um, of ladies. Um, and I think, again, everyone took it out of context as well, didn't they? So to everyone who's listening, the post that I put up, which I put on, I put on my Instagram reels and I also put on TikTok, but TikTok seems to get a completely different audience to what Instagram gets. It's, it's, it's quite weird. Um, you definitely get a lot more trolls on TikTok for sure. hundred oh, percent. Um, but the post I put on TikTok basically kind of said it was, it was addressing women in the gym and it said women stop calling the weights section the men's section don't be afraid to take up space you know you deserve to be there just as much as everyone else you know the whole point of the post was to empower women to step into the weight section and to take up space to feel confident and to feel like they could you know, go in there and 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 absolutely smash their workout. You know, so I know historically I have referred to the weight section as the men's section. Like, and I from coaching hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of women have had multiple conversations in that they've said, "Oh, I'm scared. I'm scared to go up to that bit, but it's the men's bit, isn't it?" You know, and they'll say, you know, but that's the men's bit or, you know, um, this it's quite scary because there's so many men there, you know. And the whole point of the post was to address women to mm-hmm. say, you know, women, we need to reframe the way that we were things and we need to, you know, reframe the way that we, we've, we view the gym. Now, yes, OK, there's probably things that have contributed to women feeling that way like feeling intimidated to walk into that men's se- that sorry not men's section weight section mm-hmm. and calling it the men's section so there's probably things that have made them you know refer to it in that way because yes it is historically and um, the male dominated mm-hmm. area right yeah times are changing and it's fucking awesome that so many women want to get strong and want to lift weights but historically you know they're it is male dominated and women have been told that, oh, you need to do cardio or you need to go on the treadmill. I can see why women would refer to it as the men's section for those reasons, right? But we need to reframe that. And we need to stop calling it the men's section. So I was addressing women in the post and saying, look, women, stop calling it the men's section. Like, you know, go in there and go and do your thing and go and absolutely smash it anyway the comments that i got right on this post were just ridiculous and 
they were mainly from men. I had comments like, I've been going to the gym for years and nobody calls it the men's section. Who calls it the men's space? Who has ever said that? You know, like all of these comments are coming from people who have never had to experience that feeling of being intimidated in the gym or it being a male dominated space so then they feel nervous or like they can't walk into that space freely and also one of the comments was like literally nobody has said that um don't make up problems and I'm like but you have never had to experience mm. I mean it clearly I'm going to turn this down now. ladies ladies don't be afraid stop calling the weights area the men's section ladies you've mm. addressed women it's very and i think i think as you were saying as well like the issue with tiktok now and again quite a few friends in the powerlifting community get so many trolls from from tiktok more so than instagram i think because the the um i think <coughs> because of how quick people divulge uh, digest information now um i do agree with you because again that that's probably inbred in us with diet culture like the sort of thing of I mean, you, you see it in modern modern media and stuff like that. Um, and even even with like the likes of Weight Watchers, uh, Slimming World, Slim Fast and all that sort of stuff, it's all generally tailored towards women as opposed to men. And sort of like, okay, okay, ladies, this is what you need to do, all right? You need to eat 500 calories a day and you need to just go and run on those treadmills, all right? Let's go, ladies. And yeah. that's what's been ingrained in us when it's kind of like, again you know if you look at there's there's science to prove that uh i can't remember what it was if you i'm sure i've read this somewhere if you go on a treadmill for example and you run for 30 minutes your body will continue to burn energy afterwards for about two hours or something right uh thermodynamics i think it's called um again quote me if i'm wrong if anyone's listening to it whereas if you do a a a weights a, a a um a free weight or a a um sort of session i.e you're you're using weights going on machines you're doing more of a muscular build as opposed to cardiovascular your body can burn energy for up to 24 hours afterwards because you know protein synthesis all that sort of stuff but it, it it's it's been ingrained in people that women go and go on the cross trainers and all that sort of stuff and men go and and lift in the free weights where again as we're saying it is changing which is great it's fantastic because the free weights area is exactly that but i think for a lot of people the way our society is sort of ingrained a lot of it into us is men men are the ones who, who, who lift the weights you know we go into the gym and we lift all the weights we don't touch the cardio that's not our thing Whereas the ladies, you know, you know, you know, you don't belong. Like, not that I've ever seen any man ever say to a woman, "You don't belong here." I've never seen that again. Anecdotally, there probably has been people that have said that before, but I've never seen that. But again, it's it's very hard where when you've had something ingrained into your subconscious to a, to a degree of like, as you were saying, like some women go, "Oh, but I don't, I don't belong over there." And it's like, yeah, well, you do, you do belong over there. Mm. You know, everyone belongs over there. I think it's changing more like the whole dynamic and that is changing, but it's, it's, I think more so as well with, with coaches now and what, what I think how, how coaching and PT is changing is it's not just changing people by giving them the skills and the knowledge in training, but it's also changing their mindset a lot of the time of sort of like, look, me and you train at a gym, Lois, right? I pay 50 quid to train at the gym. You pay 50 quid to train at the gym for argument's sake. We both pay the same membership. We both belong there. 
every single human who goes to the gym belongs in every section of it, you know? Um, and if anyone ever tells you that you don't belong there, <laughs> tell them to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> um, but again, I have to stress, I, I have personally never seen anyone tell a lady that they don't belong in a, in, in, in the freeway section again. That's that's my per- that's my personal experience. But again, mm. I'm a man. I'm not a lady. And I've never seen anybody, you know, say to someone else like, "You don't belong here." But I've definitely seen people intimidate other people that has made them feel like yeah. they don't belong. You know, so it's kind of you know in a roundabout way. But I think what would be amazing to kind of finish on, Chris, is if we could give some really quick um, tips to anyone who is maybe you know starting their fitness journey um or just feels a little bit intimidated to step into the weight section um if we can just give them some quick um easy tips on uh, how to get themselves into the gym and feel comfortable if you can afford it get a coach whatever you're doing i'd always recommend getting a pt or a coach two reasons one is because of their knowledge and expertise and two is for accountability right um Again, obviously yourself, you're a PT. There's P- if you're if you you've got personal trainers, you've got people who are coaches who coach people in certain sports or whatever. If you can do get a coach, stick to a plan and stuff like that. I think yeah. another thing as well um, is you know if you um, are nervous to step into the gym on your own, maybe get a gym buddy. So you know yeah. if you have a friend um, who maybe is a bit more confident in the gym maybe drop them a message and say like hey can I come in and do a session with you I know that's how I started my Mm. journey to lifting weights I actually um met somebody and um she was very much into her weightlifting I used to see her at the gym I was Mm. at the time just very into my cardio and I said to her like you know can I you know come with you one day and and do a session I'd love to learn more about weights and she Mm. was so friendly and supportive and her just being really supportive of that you know opened up a Mm -hmm. whole like gateway to like everything that's you know my whole journey and where I'm at now so had she have said no you can't fucking train with me you know I might not be a coach yeah like you you, you just never know so um I think you know if you've got friends that are a bit more confident in the gym um then definitely you know get go go and do a session with them yeah yeah and anyone anyone who who is in sort of like the Croydon area if they ever want to come if they're looking to you know, want to train, I'm, I'm more than happy to, you know, if people want to train with me, they can always do stuff like that, mm. you know, I love training with other people and and uh, helping them. Uh, and another tip, actually, as well, is patience and time. If it's taken you, because this is one thing that I, I don't think a lot of people realise, if it's taken you three years to put on, like, you know, to get, like, your body is where it is now, it's three, three years and you've not exercised in three years, you are not going to get back to the way you was three years ago in 12 weeks. Okay. I think that's the thing that a lot of people keep forgetting. And, and that's sort of been perpetuated by, you know, some of like the men's fitness magazines and the women's health magazines and stuff like that. Like get ripped out in eight weeks. Yeah, You can get ripped out in eight weeks if you're already nearly there. Mm. If you're someone like me, who's sort of shaped like a blancmange, um, eight weeks is going to be very, very difficult. It's probably going to be more like 80 weeks. If you are feeling intimidated in the gym, just remember that everyone 
has to start somewhere and I Every, honestly I cannot stress everyone. that enough and whether it is your first day in the gym or whether it is your a thousandth day in the gym you have every right to be there like you have every right to show up and use the gym as your safe space and you know go and and do your thing and I think you know I had somebody message me actually the other day I posted a video and I think I, I was shoulder pressing with the dumbbells and she messaged me and was like oh my god like you're lifting you're doing you're pressing with 17.5s on each side I'm completely humbled oh my god like I only do seven kilograms and I was like but babe like I started on four kilograms not not even that like I probably started with like two kilograms on each side yeah. you know I probably started with really really like dumbbells and I think you know you can't compare your progress to other people's no. because at the end of the day it's you versus you you're not going to be anybody else you might as well focus on your own shit stay in your own lane and it's really not realistic to compare again like your progress to somebody who's mm -hmm. been training for years you know look at it and I'd say look at other people and aspire to them aspire mm. to be as strong as them but don't compare yourself to them yeah because because just like with anything you are always going to be stronger than someone else and someone else is always going to be stronger than you you know in in a, a lot from a strength from a strength point of view um and and yeah because if you keep comparing yourself to other people that that becomes really disheartening and you can get to a point when you think oh what's the point one last thing that I wanted to kind of finish off on I don't know if you've got anything else Chris that you wanted to add but don't worry about things being perfect straight away so whilst I cannot stress enough that yes form is key and it is important there are going to be exercises that will feel a little bit alien a little bit new to you and you probably will feel a little bit strange doing first you know um but practice makes mm -hmm. progress and I think you know don't think of it like you have to go in there and be perfect with what mm -hmm. you're doing you know I think use your the gym as your your safe space to grow and learn and progress and and get stronger and use every time that you step into that gym space as a learning curve to getting to that version of yourself that you you want to become and every single time that you're showing up in the gym you are progressing with your form you're progressing with your strength and just focus on that version of yourself that you that you want to become and that version of yourself in a year's time will be so proud of yourself mm -hmm. for continuing to show up and continuing to put in the work definitely definitely what a brilliant thing to end on well thank you so much for your time chris it has been yes, wonderful to have you on and where can everyone find you if they want to follow so, you on so instagram people want to follow me on instagram it's at gb underscore powerlifting underscore support underscore group um if anyone listens to this wants any help or advice getting uh, into the sport of powerlifting just drop me a dm and stuff like that and yeah come come have a look see see what powerlifting is about i am biased it is the best sport in the in the world I will convince Lois to compete, actually. One day, um, maybe. Well, thank you so much, Chris. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And um, I'll speak to you in the next one.